the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you to Kathy in Grove City. God bless you, Kathy. Just a few moments ago, she called 877-882-0792. The phones are ringing. People are giving online. And we are getting close to setting our 14th slave free. Yeah, we're getting close to our 14th slave. We need $175 uh, to set the 14th slave free. 13 are set free. Praise God for that. I can't imagine their excitement. Um, and we're, we're close. $175 away from number 14. Would you pick up your phone? Dial 877-882-0792, as uh, Kathy in Grove City did just a few moments ago. God bless you, Kathy. Thank you so much. Or you can go online to the wordcolumbus.com, click on the CSI banner, and uh, you can give online. The important thing is to give. I am praying that by the time we come to this next break, I can announce to you that we're at at least 14. We just need 175. Somebody I know right now could call and pledge 100, and somebody else could call and pledge 75, and then we can rejoice that 14 slaves have been set free. 877-882-0792. 877-882-0792. Somebody pledge 100, somebody else 75. All right, let's go back to the phones, and we got Mike in Columbus. Mike, welcome. You're on Bobberty Live. Hello, sir. Thanks for taking my call. My privilege. I enjoy listening. I enjoy listening to you on the way home from work, uh-huh. and I thank you for informing today of Archbishop Cody Olin out in uh, San Francisco finally stating that he will not allow Nancy Pelosi to partake of the Eucharist. I wanted to add to your statement earlier that Archbishop uh, Gregory in Washington, D.C. has stated emphatically that he will not do such a thing. So I'm afraid President Biden and Nancy and and other non-Christian Catholics who present themselves for the Eucharist will probably be not turned away, but that's up to the priest. The bishops, however, um, mostly are weak. Now— In your earlier statement, you stated 
that the Catholic Church believes we are being saved, and that that boils down to receiving the Eucharist, and that we are being saved by receiving the Eucharist. Am I restating your statement correctly? Um, yeah. Okay. I, I think as it's referred Catholic, to as the continual sacrifice of Christ. Each time well, the Eucharist is celebrated, Christ offers himself again, and Catholics yes. receive Christ again. Yes. Okay. As background, I'm a, I'm a convert to Catholicism from evangelical Protestantism, and specifically the charismatic movement. I want to clarify what you said, because I'm not stating that you're wrong, but I will tell you that I have never read or heard a Catholic theologian, lay leader, priest, or bishop say that we are saved by the sacraments, in particular the Eucharist. We are saved by grace that is transmitted through them. I'm going to tell you, now you could argue that my theology is colored by my evangelical background, but personally, as a Catholic, I'm going to tell you that I'm saved by being in relationship with Christ, that I'm in by grace, and that that grace is transmitted through the Eucharist and the other sacraments. Okay, have you argue? Have have you? You could argue that we're saved by the sacraments, but I've never heard it expressed that way. Are you serious? I am serious. Have that you? Doesn't mean they don't play a role in them. Have you read some of the major Catholic apologists? Have you have you read the Catechism on the Eucharist? Yes, yes, I'm I'm very aware of what. Are, are what you, you said. are you familiar what of what the Catechism says concerning the continual sacrifice of Christ? And I, yes. I'm probably not expressing it verbatim, but it's pretty close that each time you receive the Eucharist, you are receiving Christ again. And he is offering himself again, which is part of your salvation. There is no salvation apart from the Eucharist, correct? The way Peter Christ expresses it is to use the analogy of a faucet. The water is always there, but you have to turn it on. Faith is what turns it on. And so... On the flip side of your statement, it's not automatic. The grace flows through them, and they need to be received by faith. There's not any kind of magic to it. And so if there were, then we would require, we would need the sacraments to be saved, because your statement would be true then, that there is no salvation apart from them. The grace is transmitted through them and received by faith. If it's not received by faith, the grace is still offered, but it doesn't necessarily transmit. It's not automatic. And so there's a converse there that you have to look at. Am I making sense? Uh, yes, and I have heard this, but I will, I will go back and maintain my point that the okay. Eucharist is a part of your salvation— uh, yes. Christ offers himself every time the Eucharist is offered, and you yes. are continually being saved, and those terms are in the Catechism, 
you're continuing yeah. to be saved. So I don't understand. You're not wrong about any of that, Bob. Okay. So what what do you disagree with? That's what I don't understand. It's the word. I, I think where we're having a problem is it's not by, it's through. Because I am saved just like you are by having a relationship with Christ. Well, not really. You can, partake, you can partake of the sacraments. You can be baptized. You can grow up in the church and not be saved because you don't have faith. Okay. You have to be in relationship. So what happens when a Catholic turns his back on the church, uh, curses the Eucharist, and says, I never yes. want to take the Eucharist again? Is that person... Then you and I are not saved in the same way. That's that's a completely incorrect statement. You and I are not saved the same way because I am not continuing to be saved. I am saved because of an act of faith. When I was nine years old, I received Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. I accepted by faith the gift of eternal life, And at that moment, I was saved. I am not being saved. And there is a world of difference between the two, a world of difference between the two. Let me me express this, because apart from Catholicism, when I was a Protestant, I believed that I initially was basically saved when I came to Christ, but you can't walk away from it. If you walk away from it, you probably were never saved to begin with. You continue I, in I would, I would, I would concur with that because whom the yeah. Lord loves, He chastens. Yes. So you continue to be saved. You are saved. You're not trying to earn something. You're not no. trying to to gain something that wasn't accomplished. Right. But but in my theology, which of course I believe is biblical, my works. <laughs> are not a cooperative effort. The Catholic Church teaches that grace is given, and therefore saved by grace, but then you must take that grace and use Mm -hmm. good works. You can't perform the good works without the grace, but I am convinced that the Bible teaches that works have nothing whatsoever to do with salvation. And you and I are at odds with that. Well, now we're kind of getting into justification and sanctification. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Yes, that is. Yes, we are. Yes, exactly. We are talking about justification and justification according to Catholic doctrine and justification according to evangelical doctrine are quite different, quite different. Hey, uh, Mike, thanks for the call. I mean that sincerely. You call any time. I'd love to talk with you, but the clock on the wall tells me I'm already a minute and 40 seconds over time for this break. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. All right. Love those discussions. Love those discussions. Uh, there is a world of difference between justification for an evangelical and a Catholic. They are not the same at all.
talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, I've got a new hero, another hero today. Uh, This time, it is Dorothy in Worthington. Dorothy in Worthington just called 877-882-0792. God bless you, Dorothy in Worthington. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are now past our 14th slave being set free. Praise God for that. Now we're on our way to number 15. The number, 877-882-0792. That's the number that Dorothy called just a few moments ago. Or you can go online as well at the word columbus.com. I wanted to make sure I got this article in for you uh, before we finished The uh, Louisville Courier-Journal in Louisville, Kentucky, is raking a Christian school across the coals because—now, remember, this is a Christian school. They gave out a homework assignment where the kids were ordered to love homosexuals. Yeah, to to love them and uh, have compassionate compassion on them, but also to speak the truth to them. Well, that's bad. That's terrible. A uh, parent was upset. When, now wait, this is not like a public school. This is a Christian school, and with a Christian school. You would expect Christian teaching, Christian doctrine. And if that's not what you want your child to be taught, take them out. But a parent got a hold of this. She passed it on to a homosexual business owner in Louisville, and uh, it's causing quite the controversy. Uh This uh, activist, this homosexual activist, says, and I quote, her kid is in the class that was given the assignment, and he and her are both uncomfortable with it. She doesn't know how to handle it, and her kid's upset. Listen to this. Screenshots show the assignment required students to write a letter to a hypothetical friend struggling with homosexuality and persuade them. Quote, God's design for them is good. Homosexuality will not bring them satisfaction, and you love them even though you don't approve of their lifestyle. So, so far, the kids have been said, have been told, tell your friend God's design is good. Homosexuality will not bring you satisfaction, and I love you even though I don't approve of your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. The uh, assignment went on. Quote, Assume that you have known this friend since kindergarten, that you go to the same church, and you've been pretty good friends over the years until now. 
the aim of your letter should be to lovingly and compassionately speak truth to the person you're talking to in a way that does not approve of sin. Instead, try to persuade them of the goodness of God's design for them. Now, did you hear that? Love, compassion, understanding. Well, the uh, homosexual activist says, we cannot stand for this kind of hate. These are seventh graders that are being subjected to hate and division, and it's not necessary. I know it's a Christian school, but that's not my Christianity. That's not my values, and that's not what Jesus, that they want to make that judgment, represented. Jesus didn't go around asking people to judge and tell other people how they're wrong and shame. Isn't that amazing? Here is a Christian school that is teaching their kids to love homosexuals, have compassion on them, but tell them God has a good plan for their life. And the local newspaper in Louisville calls this hate. Yeah, it's the kind of world we're living in. Wow. Hey, folks, I hope you have a wonderful weekend, but please remember who's... You are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.